Hi, Harunis just came in. The art of not giving a fuck, my favorite thing ever. Freedom, pure ultimate freedom. Why we're delusional if we care what other people think of us. Okay, Laura, well, let's make a start. 32. Gone. Here's Claire. The weight, the weight of other thoughts can become a burden for us. It can stop us from living our life because our entire being, our personality, our thoughts and our actions are controlled by an idealized standard of what people want to see. When we obsess, when we become so obsessed with other people's opinions of us, we forget our own. We forget what's important to us. We forget who we are. We can make a conscious effort to stop giving a fuck and to let ourselves be free. It's a skill that needs to be practiced like meditation, but once you truly understand, you can let go. We will see the world entirely differently. Once we give up catering to other people's opinion and thoughts, we will find out who we truly are. And that freedom will be like taking a breath for the first time. That is so true. We get so busy, you know, like, and most of it is like subconscious as well. And half the time, if we actually just stop and go, is that actually what I want to do? Is that actually what I think? Is that actually where I want to go? Most of the time it's no. Okay, Lush, may I start? Do you give a fuck what people think of you? Be really honest with yourself here. Do you only post images on social media, what you want people to see because you worry about their opinion? Are you living your life authentically to you or for other people all the time or even just occasionally? Just write a few words about that now. If it's a yeah, just try and find the point that you're trying to prove. Recording in progress. Two shortest just joined us, but this is um, question one that we're on just now. When I Okay, let's go on to the next one, love. 
Okay, can you think about someone in your life now whose opinion bothers you? Or you feel you're always trying to please them? Is it someone you know or a complete stranger? Write this down here. What we're trying to get at here is what is this point that you're trying to prove? Liz, <clears throat> um, I can't really think of someone's opinions that bother me. What bothers me is when I'm trying to explain something to someone, but they keep pushing their opinions onto me. I'm not listening to what they're saying, and I don't know how to explain this, but, like, me with my mum, like... I was just going to say then, your mum. Yeah, because... I I can't think of anyone, I, like I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of me. But what what bothers me is when I'm trying to talk to my mum and she's like, no, Claire, it's like this. You've been microchipped. You're talking gobbledygook. It's like this. It's not like what you're saying. Like... But you're, that, she bothered, her opinion bothers you then, otherwise you wouldn't be trying to prove a fucking point. You just go, all right, mum. Yeah, see you later. I do all the time. I do all the time. But then I think, no, you need to understand that the way you think isn't right. But does she then? Is that I, right there? I know. So, <laughs> does it, so does it bother me then? Yeah, it bothers you that she doesn't have the same perspective as you, which is oh, yeah. a problem. Because, yeah. like, I'm going, because everybody's perspective is different. I'm not right, you're not right, your mum's not right, no one's right, no one's mm. wrong. Everyone's got their own opinion and their own perspective, and that's okay. Mm. There is there's no right and there is no wrong. Yeah, 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 no, I know, I know. It's whatever, that, that will work for your mum. Mm. Whether it works for her or it doesn't, whether she wants to, doesn't want to look at it another way. A lot of people won't look certain ways because they know that there's going to be actions that they have to take and they don't want to take them actions. Yeah, that, and that's what it is. And I know that that's what it is with her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So try and explore why, like, why you need her to know that you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> Claire! <laughs> hello, hello. I'll mute myself. <laughs> uh, why do you think they trigger you so much? So let's think about that. What was question one, please? Um, Sorry, Mo. Question one was... Um... I'm laughing my head off, I'll meet myself. I know, she's hysterical, isn't she? <laughs> Let me just get question one up. Question one is, um, do you give a fuck what people think of you? Be really honest with yourself. Do you only post images on social media that you want people to see because you worry about their opinion? 
are you living your life authentic to you or are you doing it for other people all the time or even just occasionally explore this here Liz, will you just go like just go with what triggers are? Yeah. Um, so why do you think they trigger you so much? So basically, if you can imagine that um something's happened in the past and you've got a cut on your arm, and then something similar happens again that makes you feel the same feelings. It's like someone putting salt into a cut. So you'd be like, ow. But if someone else didn't have something that happened to them similar that made them feel that way, they probably wouldn't feel that thing. So a trigger is a way when you react really emotionally, overly emotionally, to what the problem is logically. So like, say, for instance, Claire's just used a, a mum, thinks differently than her. Like... If a mum said that to someone else, they might just be like, oh, okay. But because her mum's said it to her so many times, Claire's, like, pissed off. So, like, that's a trigger. Triggers are, like... Triggers are... They're, like, a... A message. They're a sign of where we need to look more. That's what triggers are. Mine is my mum highlights my weaknesses. I already know, mum, thanks. Just ask her, does she feel better after when she says it? Just say, do you, do you feel great now? Perfect, thanks, Liz. Oh, God, I have to grab murder. <laughs> Never know what to say, yeah? Just, I mean, uh, people either... When you're around other people who have things going on, <clears throat> they'll do two, they'll do one of two things. Like they will either boost themselves up and talk about themselves a lot and make them sound super amazing or great, or they will bring you down. That's because they believe that you are ahead of them or in front of them, or you've done more than them or whatever it is. So they're trying to get equilibrium back. So if I was around someone and they tried to put me down, I'd know that they already think that I'm ahead. And if I was around someone who was very boastful, I'd know that they already think that I was ahead. Mine is definitely my other half. Some, oh, don't know what happened then. Mine is definitely my other half sometimes. He only has to say one thing and it triggers me and I'm fuming for the rest of the night. So I've explore the things that he's maybe saying and have a look what that feeling or that emotion is. My mum is mine too, whether they mean well or not, like trying to control what I do, things and when I do them. Like if something is in her way, it's not good and comes... 
and come to my flat and start asking why I haven't done something or clean this. And I tell her why, why are you looking at it? Honestly, drives me mad. Yet sometimes if, if we are reliant or we have been reliant on somebody in the past, and obviously parents we have been reliant on, they tend to need that sense of control when you don't need them anymore. So it's it's quite um this is quite frequent, like do you know, like with parents? It's like the like the letting go. Man is trying to keep up with my friends, kids, mums. I don't worry now about me, but I want my kids to have the same as everyone else. Yeah, and that's understandable. I think a lot of people are the same and it depends what circles you're in, but don't forget that you can change your circles. Like, we believe that everybody is a certain way. And if you think of life, your city or wherever you are has got multiple circles in and we attract what we are. So because you're keeping up, trying to keep up, you're basically attracting more of them people because that's what you're trying to be. But if you stand strong and be who you are, it won't be that your kids won't have what other kids have. You'll end up in another circle who are all like you. So there's like different groups of people and we tend to think everyone's just like this. Everyone's like this, but we attract what we are. So if you be authentic and move away and not do what you don't want to do, you'll see less of them people and you'll get more people who are in alignment with you. So the best thing to always do is to just be true to you. Um, can't seem to get out of it. Just moans at stupid things and it really bothers me. Um, have you had like the conversation maybe? Like about it? How much it bothers you? Have you communicated it? My husband triggers me with him wanting things his way all the time, though I know it is anxiety and triggers as he also feels safe when he is in control. Yeah, control is like another word for scared. So if anybody's trying to control anything, they're trying to control an outcome of something because they can be worried so the best thing to do with that is to reaffirm what the outcome will be if they didn't control it so they believe that the, if they don't control something the outcome is going to be something whereas if if you know that that's going to trigger them you can communicate and bring safety around what the outcome will be with or without their control so that can help with that our vibe attracts our tribe it definitely does definitely does i hope that was i hope that um that was helpful um let's see can you think about how you react or behave around them do you change is there a pattern to your behavior that you can identify were you aware of this before or have you just realized now we can we can respond. Oh, thanks, Becky. Yeah, Liz, I love being here. I love being here too. I get the exposure from one goats. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, a cloud list, he just closes off, but it ends in an argument. For example, he started moaning about the front garden being a mess, and because I haven't done it, I don't care. Even though I have two businesses and two babies, I'm not sure where he wants me to pull the time from. I think maybe like he needs to like listen to you. I absolutely hate the bugs. I don't want to touch the garden. Maybe like put that job onto him and say that that's his responsibility. Basically say, I'm doing this, 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 and this, and I haven't got time for it. So that's your job now. Because if you're not saying anything, it's going to continue to be your job and it's going to continue to be, you're not doing it, you're not doing it, but you've got no intention of ever doing it. So maybe just say that yours, off you go. Because there needs to be communication somewhere or it's just going to keep happening. Tell them to pay a gardener. Yeah, even better. Tell them to pay a gardener. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll move on to the next question. Are you proud of yourself for the way you respond? Is your response affecting you negatively in any way? For example, do you just agree with them to keep the peace for fear of how they may react or how their opinion of you may change? So you might be bothered about their opinion. You mightn't. Oh, um, sorry, Beth. What was the question? Anyone know what question four was? I'll just get it off now. Yeah, I know what it was. It's can you think about how you react around them? Um, do you change? Is there a pattern to your behavior you can identify? Were you aware of this before? Or have you just realized now? So we can't like control other people, but we can control our response. Sometimes we can react in a certain way that we then feel shit after because we've said something we didn't want to say. Um, and agreeing with somebody to keep the peace. If you sacrifice your own voice, and what you want to say and what you feel and think to keep the peace outside, you'll start a war inside yourself. That is what steals our happiness. That is what steals our inner peace, trying to keep the peace outside. Communicate and keep the peace inside. Like the peace inside is more important. If you've got something you need to say, you need to say it. And ultimately, if you don't, it just goes in circles anyway, doesn't it? And just end up in the same thing over and over. And then we really get triggered. Okay, yeah, well, next one. Think back throughout your life now. Have you always been a people pleaser? Have you been a people pleaser? Or if you cared too much, what would us think? Did a particular event in life change you? What were you told? Because beliefs aren't facts and we decide them and we can unlearn them. So 
for a start, a people pleaser is just a really nice person that likes to keep everyone happy. And um, basically, we cannot make anybody else happy. It's impossible because I'll go into it more further on in the workshop, but people have their own internal filters and judge things and see things differently to us. Um, a lot of um, people please can be subconscious. So when we're born to when we're seven, our brains are, are programmed at that time. So most of our traits and behaviors are set. It can be something really daft and people pleasing as if, if you've done something really, really good as a child and you were really praised for it, and then maybe you've done something bad and you didn't receive any emotional attention, you basically have an association with being loved and praised and cared for by doing something good for somebody else. So a lot of us have had this programmed into us since we were a child and don't even realise. So it's just about unlearning. Like, you are loved and you are valued without running around after everybody else. No one's going to love you or like you anymore. They either like you or they don't. They either love you or they don't. And there's nothing that any of us can do to make anyone else. So if we run around trying to make others happy, we will ultimately just make ourselves unhappy in the process. So just unlearning that and telling yourself every day that you don't have to do everything for everyone else to, to be valued. You're, you're already of value. Okay, love. Think of something in your life right now that is an opinion from someone else that is really affecting you. This can be totally separate from your previous answers that you have written or an extension of it. Choose something you want to work on today most. If anybody wants to share anything that is bothering them and you want me to explore it, um, more than happy to. I was always kind of told, oh, you know, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. And, you know, if I tell, I'm going to do this. Oh, you can't do that. So I always had this, this thing that I couldn't do that, whatever that was. Um, but I don't. I don't f feel like that now, but that still bothers me <clears throat> because, because I don't believe it. And it bothers me that I kind of thought that way for so long. Do you know what I mean? It bothers you that you thought that you couldn't and now you know that you can. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to, um, you need to start doing some forgiveness then. Yeah, like who 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 tells you that you can't do anything? Yeah. Who's allowed yeah. to do that? Nobody. That annoys and, me. Yeah, it does annoys me. I think like you need to do some um self-love with your past self. Mm. You know, like the three versions of you, the one that we're creating, the person we are and our past yeah. self. Like that past self is the person that we are today. You've got so much drive and determination within you, Claire. Mm. because of your old self being told now. Yeah, and I think that's why I try and get my points across so much, because, like, nobody can tell you 
you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, because you've got passion behind it, because you've been told it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's get some, make sure that you forgive your past self for thinking that. Yeah. Okay. Because that annoys you that much. You're like, why did I think that? Yeah. But that, that person that you're talking about is you, Claire. And you can't love yourself fully and create the woman that you want to come and become and the life that you want to have unless mm. you look at all versions of yourself. So maybe just maybe just validate some of the reasons why your past self will have felt that way. Validate her. Right. Okay. explore in depth now how does it make you feel what specific feelings does it affect how you see yourself does it affect the decisions you make and the confidence mind's a bit controversial if that's the right word but it's people who are having the vaccine judging people who don't want to have it and i think just because we all have human rights and choices if that makes sense yeah i don't think anybody should be judging anyone you know what they want to do and what they don't want to do, you know, like everyone's got their own beliefs, haven't they? And I think the media's shoving a lot of things like not having the vaccine now. Like in the UK, they're still not letting people go out. So if the vaccine's safe, why can't you let people go out? And I think that's where like some of the questions are coming from. And then there's people like, well, it's doing no harm. Just get the vaccine, you know, um, People judging people, yeah. What if they are nice people and don't mean harm, but they don't understand what they are doing? Most people are nice people, Sarah. No one's evil and out to get us. A lot of people are struggling. And a lot of people, it's not that nice or not nice. It's just different opinions, you know? Like, if someone disagrees with me, I don't think you're a vile person. I just think that's your belief and this is mine. Um... What if they are nice people and they don't mean any harm, but they don't understand what they are doing? They understand what they're doing for them, you know? Again, we're not right. None of us are right. There's each, each their own. I think everyone should just do them and no one should judge anyone else. Yep, me too. <laughs> okay, Please. now, yeah? Very quick, mind not that anything has been said to me like an opinion but what I think people might think so I'm yeah. creating that in my yeah. head telling myself a story yeah and that might prevent me from doing something can you do it on that what do you mean so it might not be, you know like it's not like I'm having an argument with someone there they've got an opinion and it's in my face yeah but it's very subtle like someone might have said something little and I'm taking that and thinking right well this 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 will be like a lot of people's opinion about something that I'm going to do like a yeah. decision with my job something that I'm choosing to do like that yeah. thinking that people are going to say certain things might um and that's bugging me when it shouldn't be bugging me yeah it's because you think it Helen so find out what the thing is that yeah. you think people are thinking on yourself yeah yeah and so whatever you think people are thinking of you yeah. you think of you yeah so yeah it, yeah yeah. It's, it's, it's battling your change of belief in what you think about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because ultimately no one's yeah. saying that. Yeah. 
Mm. No, um, and even if they're wet, it doesn't matter, does it? That's the point. No, no. No, but the, the judgments only bother us when, when it's true. Otherwise, it wouldn't bother us. Like, yeah. you know, like if I had a, a, a yellow top on now and you said it was pink, I'd just laugh, wouldn't I? Because I'd be like, it's yellow. I wouldn't be like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, because it's what you know in you. Do you know what I mean? It's what you know in you. But if you don't know it in you, it bothers you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's about yeah. getting something that Makes you sense, think people yeah. are thinking and then working on that to change your belief patterns, reframing it, doing affirmations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Liz. Okay. <laughs> Thinking of why he let me for hair makes me feel worthless and not good enough and jealous. I compare myself to hair. Why was I not good enough? Okay, so when we have people in relationships, we have like compatibility as well, don't we? So it's not about somebody ever being better than somebody else. Like my ex is with someone else now, but I don't think she's better than me. I think that they're more compatible together. And in the beginning, obviously I was like, like we all are, oh, but I, I don't like that it that is think of us all, no one's better and no one's worse. Everyone just matches like different people. So thinking of why he's left you for here, here for you, here for the other way around has got nothing to do with you ultimately. If he's had a problem when he's been with you, he's gonna have a problem when he's with her. If he's had arguments with you about things about him, he's gonna have the same arguments with her. Don't for one minute think this person's turned into this big night shining armor and he's holding this woman up on a pedestal. He's still the same person he was before and nothing's gonna change that. So don't be thinking anything other than that. Your worth has got nothing to do with what other people think. You need to always place your worth and your feelings in two different places, always. Because when your feelings get hurt, your self-worth goes untouched. How people value you is to do with their own perceptions. There's a little thing um, about value and worth. So it was a, a story of an old man. And he had a grandson and he gave him a watch. So you imagine granddad's giving the son this watch. And he says, go and sell the watch and get some money. So he goes to the shop around the corner. And the shop offered him £5 for the watch. He then goes back to his granddad and says, granddad, he's he's only offered me £5. And he went, oh, no, try another shop. So he goes into another shop and they offer him £10. He says, oh, no. He went to another shop and they offered him £3. He said, oh, no. Then he went to somewhere and they offered him £100. He said, no. And then he went to another shop and he got £5,000 for it. Every person values things differently. Go where you're valued. Go where you're wanted. Go where you're seen and you go where you're heard. You don't go into the shop where someone's going to give you £2 for your watch. That's worth five grand. So think about that. He's just someone in the shop. There's loads of other shops that will all see you for who you are and your worth and your value. Yes. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> like everyone sees things at different value, but it doesn't mean nothing to us. Like, it doesn't mean that, oh, that's what I am now because they think it. Fuck what they think. That's, the, that's them. And most of the time, people are judging on their own perceptions and their own behaviours. It's got nothing to do with us most of the time. So don't take it personal. Okay. Laura, look at you. Bang on time. Right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about perception. Let's talk about how people think. Let's talk about psychology and how our human brain works. This is my opinion. This is fucking science fact. So if we care what people think of us, now I want you to imagine now, me and you are both standing somewhere and there's an event happening. We're in a football game, whatever. We have 11 billion thoughts that will go through round, bang, 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 all different things that will go on. What will happen is 126 of those thoughts will then come through to our mind. These thoughts are then split up between our memories and decisions and attributes and values and beliefs and our different language. Everyone's got a set of these internal filters, all of us, everybody, and we all judge everything upon those filters. So we have 126 of those thoughts, which will then come through to them filters, they'll be filtered through, and then we will only have five plus or minus two of them that will then be go into internal representation, which will then go through to our subconscious mind. And it's our subconscious mind that plans out our acts and our behaviors. So 95% of our actions and our behaviors are run by our subconscious mind, which then produces a behavior. So basically, we're in an event, we see all this going on. Say for instance, Claire's got a little boy and Helen's got a little girl. They're gonna see the little girl and the little boy playing. I'm gonna see I don't know. I'm going to see the colour of the kit because I support a team of a certain, that team. So we're always looking for things that match these filters in our minds because it makes us go, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. And we're always trying to find things that match these filters. So we're always judging upon that perspective. So we will only see, we will only see what matches these filters. And then our behaviours are then produced that goes those thoughts and go through our subconscious mind and our behaviors are produced from that so unless you can go and crack someone's skull open and find out what all their decisions everything that's happened to them ever in their life every single value that they've ever had all the different memories everything that the mum and dad done everything that ever happened to them to eight billion people may i add eight billion people you're never going to know what's going on in their head and none of it what does that tell me tell me what has that got to do with us what has it got to do with us was something that happened when they were i don't know how old people have so many different things of how they think life should be look at it upon relationships for instance if someone's got values say for instance i'm in a relationship with a person and their values is them on run round after the dad 24 hours a day. And that's just what she does. And someone comes into a relationship with me and I don't run round after them for 24 hours a day. They're not going to like me. They're going to like me. They're going to think, oh, that's not, that's not what's normal. That's not what's right. Because we, we, we see what we learn and what we teach and what we do. So they believe that that is right, what, is, what they've seen. And that's it. 
say I go into a relationship with somebody else and somebody else, that was quite normal for mum to go out and work and that's okay. And everything was quite shared. And I was to meet somebody and I was to be who I am. I would be valued more with their person because of their beliefs and their values and their own internal filters. So the only thing that we do is we always be ourselves. You can't change yourself to match these internal filters of other people. Otherwise, you'll have to change them eight billion times. You'll create eight billion versions of yourself and you won't know who you are. You'll be unhappy as fuck. You'll lose yourself and you won't know who you are. So like, if you just be yourself fully, authentically, you will then start to attract people who value you and see you and who are in alignment with you. But you've got to be yourself first. Otherwise, then people don't come. And then you're just changing yourself then. Every day. All the time. And we get lost. Sorry, went off on one. Got another pick. Amen. <laughs> can see you as howling at me. <laughs> Perception. Perception matters. We all see differently based on our own experiences, beliefs and values. We could both be looking at exactly the same thing, but take something completely different from it. This is the main reason why we should never let opinions of others hold us back. They are coming from somewhere that they cannot resonate with because our own internal filters are different to theirs. So here we are now. They, they're coming from this angle. They can see four, they can see three. So this is glass half full and it's half empty. That's a six and it's a nine. So basically, you're talking to a brick wall. So just stop it. Just go, yeah, no problem. That's how you see it and that's what you think. And I'm not going to waste my breath because we don't see the same thing. And that's okay. Because none of us are right. None of us are wrong. Let's see what that one says back. If someone doesn't agree with me, I always draw an imaginary number six on the floor and explain this. Yes, Beck. A six and a nine. A six and a nine. Ten reasons why we should not give a fuck about what other people think of us. It is human nature to want to be liked and accepted. However, this often leads to people worrying too much about what others are thinking about them. This kind of excessive worrying will have a negative effect on our life. It can be so... I can't say that one. Debilitating. Debilitating that it is with our ability to feel at ease with ourselves and around others. Sorry, there's a, there's a typo here, Liz. That's 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here are our 10 reasons why we must not let it prevent us from living life to our fullest potential. Can we open that? Can that open or not? Is it like off screen? No. 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 Is that well, is that full? Yeah. Okay. No two people will ever have the same perspective. Now, as we go through life, we'll find people that might have similar thoughts to us, or we might resonate with, and we gravitate towards them people because they've got the, they've got similar internal values and stuff to us. Our perspective by which we view things is primarily shaped by our experiences and our environment and the people who are in it. 
So no two people can possibly view anything exactly the same standpoint. We have all experienced different differences. Maintaining this with an open mind will help us resolve conflict and accept why is it relevant to what other people think of us. Let's think about like a time when like, does, anyone, does anyone's mum cook like the chicken a certain way? And have a roast dinner and you go to someone else's and they cook it differently. And you're like, you don't cook chicken like that. And they're like, I don't know, well, my mum told me and then I told them and my great nan said this, just gets passed down and passed down and passed down and we all have our own right and, right and wrong things going on depending on where it came from. Sorry, don't know where the chicken came from. Okay. Um, <laughs> it will keep us from our dreams. We are constantly worried about what other people think. We will never get to where we need to go in life. We are going to have to do things that don't always meet people's standards. We will come into situations where we have to put our pride and our reputation on the line to get what we want. If we are constantly worried about other people, what people, people are thinking, we will never have the will to do things right. We all need to be a fool before we can be a master. And anybody who's afraid of being a fool will never be a master. We all start at the bottom in anything that we do. So to be able to get anywhere, the fear of judgment, it has to go. And everything that we do, you know, first video that you do, if you paint your first painting that you do, it's shit. Like, that's just what happens because we get better as we go. What right for someone else may be completely wrong for us. It's important to recognize that someone's opinion is often based on what they would do. This alone is the problem. This is the problem. What is the best for somebody else can be the worst thing for us. What one person considers garbage can be another person's treasure. We are all so unique. Only we know what is right for us. So, um, <laughs> right. Say we want to go somewhere or we want to do something right. This makes perfect sense. If we want to go somewhere or we want to do something and you go and ask your parent or your friend, who may, may I add, has never been there in their life. They don't know the way. They've got no directions and they've never done it themselves. Tell me how they know the way more than you. They haven't got a fucking clue. So let's stop asking people for directions who don't know where they're going. Let's stop seeking validation from people who haven't got the right to validate us, do it ourselves. Sorry, I went off again. They don't know what's best for us. Nobody will ever be as invested in our life as us. Only we know what's best for us. And that entails learning from our own choices. What's right to us, what feels good to us, this is all that matters. The only way we will ever truly learn is through making our own decisions, taking full responsibility for them. And that way, if we do fail, at least we can learn from it wholeheartedly, as opposed to blaming someone else for it. Once we blame outside, we've got no control. So even when things go wrong in my life and it's not my fault, I just go, how can I take this on? Just gives it back because as soon as I know I can take it, I can move forward from it. Thank you so much, Liz. I have to go going through all these questions tomorrow again. Are right, okay, Kelly Marie, no problem. Um, we are we are the ones stuck with the end result. 
in life, we are the ones stuck with the consequences of our decisions. For example, if someone suggests us we take a different job role, but we just don't feel like it's the right choice, we are the only one who will live the consequences. If we take the job only to find it sucks, we are the one that will have to live with the fact that we didn't follow our inner core. When people give us their suggestions or even orders, there is no risk to them. They don't have to live with our choice, but we do. People's thoughts change on a regular basis. <laughs> As we learn new things, we all our thoughts change. I can think something's factual and I'll read studies and science and then I'll, I'll look at two different papers and both contradict. You've got to take our own perception on things. Things are getting proven and disproven every day. We are constantly changing. Some philosophers and we are theorists suggest that we are in a constant state of flux, so much that, that we cannot even say we have one specific, specific self or a fixed personality. People's thoughts, ideas, and views change on a regular basis, and that's okay. It's okay. Like, if you decide something 10 years ago, you don't have to carry on doing it now because you decided it then. You know, you don't, know, you don't, you don't want that now, and that's okay. That means even if somebody does think badly of us at the moment, there's a good chance they will think differently in the near future. When their perception changes, when they start learning, they'll view things differently. This is often why you can fall out with a friend and four years later you, you hear from them, vice versa. You want to contact them because what you thought in that instant is not what you feel or think anymore. So basically people's thoughts don't really matter. Life is simply too short. We only have one life to live. So why would we spend it worrying about other people's opinions? Do whatever we want, be whoever we want, and live life without worrying about other people's thoughts or opinions, and we will live our life to the maximum. Just always remember what people think is a reflection of them, what people think is a reflection of them, what people think is a reflection of them, and what you think about other people is a reflection of you. So if you've got bad judgments about others, then you need to journal. We reap what we sow. Worrying too much about what other people think of us can become self-fulfilling prophecy. Frequently, people indulge in their need to be liked so much so that it actually dictates to the way they behave. Some become people pleasers or are so submissive that many people are turned off. The behavior we use as an attempt to ensure that we are liked may actually cause us to be disliked. See me, for instance, I was addicted to work because I believed that my worth and my value came from my achievements. So I basically sacrificed everything in my life for my work, literally. And if someone would have said something about successes, that would have bothered me because deep down, I believed that I was only valued with this, which obviously I'm all grown up now. <laughs> like, and I've learned some stuff and I know that's not true but that was an internal representation of I had that I had about me so it dictates our behavior massively massively others don't care as much others don't care as much as we think people generally don't think outside themselves um you know it's called um what's the word like self-indulgence everyone's thinking this everyone's saying that everyone's got their own life 
everyone's got their own troubles everyone's doing their own thing no one's sitting there watching us 24 hours a day people generally don't think outside themselves a great deal of the time it is a sad but simple truth that the average person filters their world through their ego meaning that they think about most things in terms of me or my this means that unless who we are or what we have done directly affects another person or their life they are unlikely to spend much time thinking about us at all hard truth it's impossible to please everybody it is impossible impossible to please unless you make a billion versions of yourself then you probably can um we can't please all of the people all of the time it is impossible to live up to everyone's expectations so there is no point in burdening ourselves trying to do so just make sure that one of the people who we please is ourselves and that everything we do comes from the heart and with integrity we will always feel good about our intentions this way so does it feel right to you that's all that matters it's us that have to live with how we feel inside that's all that matters happy people don't go throwing shit happy people throw rainbows and sunshine ultimately what we have within us is what we give so if we are angry or we're speaking words to people that we don't want it's ultimately because we've got that within us what we've got within us is what we choose to fill ourselves up with so listening to shit we're gonna have shit inside us you know talking to yourself like you're, you're an enemy you're just tearing yourself down every single day so speaking to yourself with kindness and with love that is what's going to come out of you and it's what you will give to others. If you're beating yourself up inside, you're going to have anger and resentment and bitterness inside you and that's what's going to flow to the people around you. So we should just always be filling ourselves up with the good stuff so that we can pass it on. This as well is like, it's so true if we are, if people are like, oh my God, I had it in my mind then, it's just gone. Like going through a bad time or something, what you going to say? Yeah, if people are giving us shit or they're saying you can't do that or you can't get that job, you're not good enough, it's because they're miserable. Like, basically. They can't, people judge you, don't they, based on their own. Yeah, you'll never, like, be, um, oh, my God, to me, brain. What's the saying? Where it's, today. You'll Big never day. get, um, like, judgment from people that are above you because... You'll never ever be judged by someone that's doing more than you. That's it. Yeah, you. only by those that are doing less than you. <laughs> yeah, you'll never ever be judged. But yeah, um, yeah, thousand percent. People will judge you based on their own perspective, and their 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 ceiling can be your floor. Their everything can be your just. I'm just getting started. So what they think doesn't matter. Following on from these images, mind junk here. All the reasons why you no longer give a fuck what people think. Keep writing until you have nothing left to add. The more reinforcement you can make whilst rewiring our brain to unlearn our old beliefs and develop the new ones, the stronger the new belief will be. And then you need to read this every single morning and every single night for 21 days. So you need to create a new neural connection within your brain. 
my journal is going to be on fire. <laughs> this evening, yeah, it will. Okay, should we go on the next question? Okay, but we're already on it. Give a fuck what people think. Right, okay. By giving a fuck what people think of us and letting it alter our perceptions of ourselves and how we feel, how we behave, and how we are giving away our power. One way to take our power back is to reinforce a healthy boundary. Write down how you can do this in relation to the opinions you choose to work on today. Like Claire, for instance, you could just say to your mom, that's fine. Can we not speak on this topic again? That's a boundary. If you didn't care what her opinion was, you could just do that and I would never bother you again. Yeah, I think I'll have to because I bear my own head out trying to get her to see my point of view. You know, so yeah, I think I'll have to. Do you understand that she's never going to see your point of view? I know. I, I can just say how unhappy she is within herself and I just want her to be happy, but I can't do that, can I? None of us can can make anyone else happy. I know, yeah. Even like me with the work I do, I yeah. will never go and offer someone any any help or guidance ever yeah. because we are the only people that can do it for us. Mm. Like, we're not ready. I'd say this is what I do. And if someone comes, great, but I wouldn't go and speak to anybody because nobody can do the work for us. Only we mm. can do it ourselves. So there's as much as you want it for her. Yeah. Until she something crazy happens in her life and she ultimately wants it, she's never going to do it. So you're just wasting your time. I know, I know. I've got loads of people that has helped. My sister's one of them. And I remember you saying about your sister. Yeah. And it's, it, when it's family and everything else, it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm, like I've, I just have to watch her being how she is and there's nothing I can do. I'm just like, oh, yeah, when you want me. Hmm when or if that ever comes. 
That's it. And some people do and some people don't, I suppose. Yeah. you got to be, this isn't a thing that you can put on someone else. I know. Another important way to take our power back is being aware of how we internalise what those opinions or comments are. Take the opinion you want to work on today. Refute that here below. Write why you know this is not a true reflection of who you are. This is not a true reflection of what you are. Why this person may think this of you. Remember, it's a reflection of things that they have experienced in their life and their beliefs and how they feel in themselves. Understand where other people's perceptions differ from ours and why this is so important. So are you going to tell yourself when you next hear something familiar? Similar, sorry. What are you going to tell yourself when you next hear something like that again? like when we have negative thoughts isn't it and we have to like recognize it coming in yeah and go no not taking that in i'm not taking your shit today like in our own mind don't you it's like it's like your armor you have to go yeah no and then you make peace with it and then you're great it's when you can't make peace with it and you take it in you sit on it and you stew and you go ah and then just ruins everything doesn't it yeah it does that's exactly what it does completely ruins your life Every morning when I get up, I'll have like different thoughts and I'll go, no, not today. Yeah. And like meditation on my affirmations, I'll do my morning ritual. No one wakes up like, hey, let's all like save the world. Yeah. Like everyone's gotta like get themselves into some sort of mindset. Yeah. It's, it's, It's work. It's not like everyone wakes up like that. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. It's like if you wake up and you don't do that in a way and you're feeling shit about yourself and then Jack down the road says something to you and it just everything's blown out of proportion, isn't it? It's like you've prepared yourself in the morning by doing your morning rituals. But it's like some people are more subtle with their like bombs that they throw at you really, aren't they? Compared to like, sometimes you might go, wow, are are they being mean to me? And you think, no, why do I think that's mean? You have to, everything yeah. you internalise matters, doesn't it? Yeah, you're being triggered, aren't you? So, yes, I remember, I remember when we first spoke, someone had said something to me and it had really got to me and I felt like, well, they just shouldn't have said that. And when me and you spoke about it, you made, you made me realise, no, why are you bothered? by yeah. what they've said and when I dug deep it was actually because I knew that I had to acknowledge their their viewpoint and actually what they were saying did matter to them but I but it was more because I couldn't cope with them uh, having a different opinion to me that I was letting it get to me so when I actually thought like I had space and time I thought no I, I have to appreciate her point of view rather than trying to block it and kick off that she shouldn't, you know, like we've got to be worried that uh, it was my filter, wasn't it? It was my filter of hers as well, what she said. So much growth, Helen. So much growth. Look at this growth. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy? The things that like we think and how we used to think and how we're like, 
And we're like, yeah, okay. And it's so much more peaceful now. Well, do you think the forgiveness stuff proper links with this? Because yeah, when I was going through those questions, there's so many people um, starting with me. Like, I, I could just answer them straight away because I've, do, I've done that, sort of done that work where I've known I've traced it back to my views in, like, me, me dad and it was never good enough. Certain things were never good enough. So though that that keeps on coming up in, in, in like relationships where I trace it back so I can I can just frame that now and go, that's because I used to think that I wasn't good. And then I just box it for what it is and sort of move, move on, on with who I am and yeah, how I should take me. But yeah. I think you'd have to go through some of that forgiveness stuff, don't you? It's definitely got that self-belief as well and confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, there's so much more to this, isn't there? Like anyone that's just joined us tonight and this is their first workshop, there's like, there's so much more, isn't there? So, and it all does link, all of it, doesn't it? Mm. Is, is there any science, Liz, in like, um, you say like negative thoughts and that in the morning? Is it is that like your most susceptible, susceptible time? time yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And I have as well. Yeah, because I, I find most sometimes in the morning you can sort of, you wake up and you're like, oh, gotta do this, gotta do that, I can't be honest. You know, and you mm -hmm. become like negative and then you're like, I don't know, you have a coffee or something or a juice or something and then all of a sudden it's just like, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. I go I back think... to my little bubbly self then, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a, lot of people, a lot of people don't, Andy. Yeah. You just... A lot of people stay there. But is that because you... Is that because your brain's still like half asleep? Yeah, like you've like been you... awake and you know how to switch your focus, so you're yeah. unintentionally doing that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a lot of people haven't got those tools because we wasn't taught them. We should have all been taught them in school. No one knows because none of us fucking was never showed anything. Like that you can actually just switch your thought, you can change your mind, you can reframe, you can put yourself in a different mood, you can change your mindset, you can switch your vibration. It takes two minutes. But people will stay there all day and night, some for years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I got that today. No, obviously, I, I spilled water over everyone, didn't I, in the interview? And <laughs> um, I didn't realise, if you emailed me and asked me to come back next week for the second part, and the fella who phoned me sort of said, is there anything else we can do for you? And I just sort of said to him, yeah, can you put uh, sports caps on the bottles, please, for next week? <laughs> And then when my boss phoned me and he just went, what happens? And because I, I just turned around and they were like vases of water and all like things. And I caught them both. And uh. I just like swilled with four people on the other side of the desk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but no, you just like, what do I do? But yeah. the, the girl said, like, you just carried on, is it? Not as it's not that happened. I was looking for like, I just let rags off the wall and everything looks like wipe her off, like, but she was. Sorry, the internet's just gone off there. But she was. He said, like, I had the kind of thing. I was just like, I don't know, to be honest. I just. I don't know if I went into embarrassment mode or whatever, like, but. <laughs> Melted away. Yeah, and then when I was walking on, because he only had, like, I won't say a beige suit, it was like a brown suit. And I looked down at my leg, and my leg was covered in water. It looked like a pee. I thought of pee. And I was just like, fuck. Spilled out like a sore thumb. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, that that neg- that negative thing I find I get that in the morning all not all the time, but you know, when you wake up, yeah, it's like, most people do. And have a night as well. It's just controlling the mind. If you keep an evening, keep a morning and evening ritual. I don't know how people get through their life without a morning and evening ritual. If I didn't have a morning and evening ritual, my vibration would be totally off. I wouldn't be able to go through my day as I do. No way. No way. So that is the key, a morning and evening ritual. Combat everything. Um, the next step to think about, oh, okay. So the next step is to think about protecting um, your inner child. Think about the opinion you want to work through today. Write what advice you would give to a child if they came to you and said this was happening to them. Consistently reinforce this to your self in the future and look after the mini you so we've all got a an inner child inside of us we were all a child and um we lose connection with our inner child around the age of eight most adults now are walking around but they've got they're like an eight-year-old child because all the programs still exist there's still the kid who was upset from this there's still the kid that didn't get that there's still the kid that because it don't know in a way our inner child is basically how we talk to ourselves so would you talk to yourself would you speak to a child how you speak to yourself this really puts things into perspective so what would you say if it was to a child that's what you need to be saying to you when we kick off and things happen it's not us it's our inner child They just want to be seen and heard and valued. Okay, look. It's a fact that we cannot control anyone else. We cannot control external events. We can only control ourselves. Mind you, here, what you cannot control and let go of it all now. Okay, should we go on the next one? There for you. Explore what you know you can control. Anything that's not out, anything that's outside of us, basically, we've got no control over. So the only thing we give thought and power to is us, our thoughts, what we think, what we do. When we are affected negatively by something we hear about ourselves, it's often because this is our weak link. The moment something bothers you, that's where you start working. I literally seek out things that bother me. Literally want people to wind me up. 
so I can find out where I can do more work. So when we are affected negatively by something we hear about ourselves, it's often because this is our weak link. This is how we get strong. Deep down, we believe what they are saying to be based on some truth. By consistently working on our self-talk mindset, self-esteem, we are building strong foundations for our life. Mind you, hear all the reasons why you are awesome. What do you love about yourself and what are you proud of? Keep your inner child in mind here. When writing about yourself, talk to him or her as you would a child. So getting on here tonight, there's one. We're all, you know, trying to get better and do better and be better, working on ourselves. Got through the day today, didn't kill anyone. There's another one. Gonna find this uh, song that we will use. Just bear with me on set. You find that everything's sort of so addicting as well, don't you? With the growth thing, it's it's like. Um... You know, I posted that thing about the walk and the other week, Liz, on um, yeah, this this sorry, the circle kind of thing. Yeah. And where normally before you just you just sort of like look at it and go blah blah blah. It's probably it's probably that you find you delve a lot more into everything, don't you? And, um, what's the word? Yeah, but you so, want to know why, Andy? That's why. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, where before you go out, you know. I don't know, you might you might just sit there and think about something or write a few bits down and you'd be like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. it's probably that. Whereas now it's more, I need to know. You know, yeah, it, I it, know it's, not, yeah, it, it, yeah. it's like, I, I don't want to, it might be that. I want to know the definitive behind yeah, it. Yeah. Like yeah. Went Which to about four, four no. to 14 pads and I'm still no, no near. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's, but it's still <laughs> yeah okay Laura. what's the next um, one okay I thought it was that you know I hope that this is loud enough I need to go and get a speaker close your eyes now and visualise and imagine yourself in a scenario you choose to work on today prepare yourself you're much less likely to feel you have lost your inner power this person has just said this, this thing to you, how are you choosing to respond? What do you say or do? What happens next? How might you react? Right, let's just go. Okay, so we'll just close our eyes and inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. Push. 
Okay, I want you to imagine yourself in a scenario now. Someone said something that triggers you, that bothers you. Try and recall another time where you would have reacted or responded. Welcome back into the room. Woo. Who's forget that we're on here when I'm there, you know? Oh, Jill must have been kicked out of the audio. She must have missed it. Okay, what's our next? Um, are, we write, are we writing about it on this one? Write about what you've just seen, how you felt. What was that feeling that you had? How was your response different? What's changed now to last time? Why are you different? Okay, next one. Now let's think about what you can do to help you feel more secure around not giving a fuck what other people think of you. What knowledge or methods that you have worked on today will you repeat to build your strong foundation personally? When this person says something mean to your face or you read a comment online on a trial, what are you going to do about it? 
even someone might not even say anything. It's not all about us, all the outside force, is it? Sometimes we can take offense to something without anyone even saying anything. Did you learn anything new about yourself whilst doing this workshop? Explore it here. Was it a surprise? Do you feel you have things to work through further? Write these in a positive light. For example, I learned da 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 da, but I am happy. I am now aware of this because da 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 da. Feels amazing, doesn't it? When you deal with this, like the art of not giving a fuck, and then you put in that position the next time, and you, the difference you see in yourself, isn't it? Incredible. Pure growth, isn't it? When you, it's when we when we respond differently, you know, and our behaviours differently. That's when we see. We see the growth. It's just it, it's that little pause. But it all happens so fast, doesn't it? It's just learning to just get that pause so we don't react and we can we can respond differently then. We get a minute to think about it. Okay, what's the next one, Lauren? It's just wrapping it up. Okay. How do you feel about the coursework? What have you learned? What will you take forward with you? And do you believe this will make a difference for you? Well, will you just go back to the home thing? Just so we can show everyone where everything is, just in case. Yeah. So the visualizations that we've been doing every session are now gonna they're gonna be recorded, aren't they, somewhere as well? Um we're gonna have them on the app soon. So you can just go on and take what you need when you need it. So just so um click into one of those or any one of those so this is all the workshop that we've been doing um this is where we find the video this is where the coursework is and this is where the downloads is don't forget to fill your box in of things that you might want to work on which is the beginning i think yeah so the about you bit if there's anything in particular that you want to work on Right, okay, Lord, should we stop the uh, screen share? Has anybody got any questions?
it's not related to this, but were you going to do a, a 91 day challenge or something or have I made this up? Yeah, it's a bit, it's me, me, my own personal challenge though, yeah. Oh, is it yours? Oh, I thought it was something we were doing all together because I was like, yeah. Because everything always is, isn't it? I thought, I know. Oh, no. I was like, I've been meaning to ask you and I was like, where is it? 91 days is a bit long though, isn't it, for everyone else? We could make a group in the circle for anyone that wanted to do it, couldn't we? Yeah, well, we're doing, aren't we, hang on, the 12th of July, aren't we, am I meant to say this yet? Yeah, you say it anyway. This is not in a circle. You can tell them anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, in a circle. So yeah, we're launching. I'm like, there's that much stuff launching on that many different weeks. I don't even know where I am. But we're do we're launching a new challenge of the 21 day one. Then it's going to start on the 12th of July. Oh wow! Yeah. So that'll be good. Hmm. 21 days. I just, I just presumed. I just saw this 91 day, and then I've obviously just made it all up. Yeah. No, no, you haven't. It was for all of us. Yeah. You're what like, you're you doing on your own. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, random ones, advice for morning even rituals along with affirmations. A random one, what would you advise for morning even rituals along with affirmations? Um, stretching's good for the morning. Um, affirmations, singing in the kitchen while you make your coffee or your breakfast, thousand percent. Basically, um, Singing will stimulate the vagus nerve, which is the only nerve uh, that's connected from the brain to every organ in your body. So it instantly makes you feel good. A cold shower as well in the morning, even if it's just for one minute. Um, of a night, I definitely um, meditate, do some journaling. And writing like five things that you're grateful for is really good to put on a ritual too. Um, I think we'll do the evening and... Um, morning evening rituals again in the in the challenge that we're going to start on the 12th of July so it's not that long away and maybe just get going again all of us and do it all together morning and evening rituals as well as the little bits that um, we're going to do and just create some new habits for the, the 21 days there's also um what, what was I going to say to you then Oh, wow. That's just completely gone out of my mind. Oh, it's going to annoy me now. Lord, can you have any idea what, I'm, what might be in my brain then? It could have been um, social media detox or... That's what it was. That's exactly, that's exactly what Yeah, that is it. So basically, on the last weekend of every month, I if we haven't got something launched, and I try and take Instagram off my phone. So on the app, go download the app. And then there's a middle button on the app and it says community. I put a story up about it and I called it swap this for that. So I don't know if you can see it. I don't think you can even see anything. See that button there? So obviously this is the circle community. This is the inner circle. But the circle is where everyone else is. So we don't do like workshops and stuff. It's like, remember like the old circle where we just had like the wall and stuff and everyone could write, but we're creating new groups and stuff in there. So what we're going to do is this weekend coming actually, because it's the last weekend of the month, we're going to come off Instagram for the weekend and have like a, an Insta detox and like lift ourselves up and refuel on the thoughts I'm doing it anyway. So maybe we'll just do it with everyone else, but I'm going to do it in there rather than on Instagram. So make sure you've you joined in that because the other circle's gone now. A different platform yeah 
Has anyone got any questions? No? Um, I'm going to do a little poll this week on what we're going to do next week. We've got that many things. Um, so have a little look and put a vote on which, which one you prefer. So we'll do a little um, choice thing and see what everyone wants to do. Yeah. Okie dokie then. Okay. See you soon. Thanks, everyone. Later, bye. See ya. Thanks, 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 Oh, oh my God. Wow, wow, wow. How great is that? I can't even see, you know, with the sun in here. Like, I don't even think anybody could even see me just then for a minute. No. No. Do you still heal or no? Just me. Me and Beth. Ooh.